pranic healing, inner peace, better relationships, spiritual connection, health, balance, harmony, joy, love. Welcome to the podcast of How Pranic Healing Changed My Life. I'm your host, Nicole Fouché, and this podcast shares the many benefits of pranic healing and how people's lives have changed for the better after becoming involved in this revolutionary healing modality. We will share testimonials from people who have experienced the multiple benefits of pranic healing and how they have integrated the teachings into their lives. This relaxed platform shares the raw, authentic, heartfelt stories and the miracles that have unfolded. I hope these stories inspire you. So welcome to another fabulous podcast of how pranic healing changed my life. And this will be a very special one because I know Needy, I've been working with her for a little while now. And Dr. Needy is actually a medically trained doctor. And this is one of the things we love in pranic healing where a lot of medical doctors are starting to get involved in pranic healing and just seeing the benefits and the value of pranic healing in all of our lives. So I welcome you, Dr. Needy. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. I'm so happy and honored to be here, Nicole. (laughs) So the first question I always ask everybody who joins is, how did you get involved in pranic healing? And this is such an amazing question because when I look at sometimes the synchronicities and how people found pranic healing, everybody's got their unique stories. So just share, what were you looking for? How did you find it? What were the steps involved with you getting involved in pranic healing? So actually as a child, um, I was very existential. I was having like a spiritual crisis um there are times in my life where I actually felt like in my childhood I was like watching it after a point because I could see that there were so many things that I wanted to do and there were like systemic obstacles and it's at some point I just didn't understand what was happening anymore and so I became the watcher and the more I watched it um the more I realized I didn't understand what was happening (laughs) and this sort of spiraled um by the time I was 13, I was sort of gripped in this purposelessness and meaninglessness of life. I had a meltdown on my living room floor. I was hysterical. I was sobbing. My parents were trying to console me. And I was saying, you know, we're going to live. We do all this. And then we die. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand what living is. And my parents had no idea how to resolve it. And they were trying to explain that I was important to them. And uh, I was trying to get through to them that that's not what I was talking about, you know. <laughs> and at the point of actually questioning, why am I here? What is my purpose? Mm-hmm. There must be more to this than just being born and leaving. And Exactly. But in the middle was the bit that you were having the challenge with. Exactly. And by the time I was 17, 18, and, you know, you have to decide what you want to do in college, I said, okay, since I don't know what all of this means, I at least want to do something that's helping people. And that's how I got into medicine. And so um, I started in medical college. Um, When I left to go to college, it sort of triggered um, 
this depression from my mom. Um, and I had horrible guilt associated with it. I thought it was my fault. Um, my mom had taken a break and she was literally walking down the street when she saw like, Franny killing on one of the, <laughs> outside one of the buildings. And she said, okay, let me go see what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, they said, oh, this is a healing modality. She had tried other healing modalities before. So you know, she was like, oh, I'm interested. Tell me more. Um, they, my parents, both of them attended a class. She said, I want to heal people. And they said, of course you can. You want to heal yourself first. And uh, so that's how her healing journey started. And when I came home for winter break, um, they said, hey, you know, there's this meditation. Would you like to try it? And I had done different meditations before. So I, they knew I'd be open and, you know, I was an explorer. I don't know the answer. So whatever is coming, I'm going to take it, right? Um, so the Twin Hearts meditation began. There was this wonderful music. Master Chua, who is the founder, he introduces himself, right? And at this point, my heart really opened. And all of that pent-up emotion just surfaced. Wow. And... I didn't do the meditation, but I cried and I cried and I was in physical pain almost. And my parents had learned basic chronic healing at the time. So they healed me. And I think a couple of weeks after when I came home again for the weekend, I was just three, three or four hours off um, at college. And they said, do you want to try the meditation? And I don't even know why, but you know, after that experience, there should have been something to say, don't do it. But there was something I don't know why I did it. I just knew I was going to do it. And I did the Twin Hearts meditation. So for a few months doing the Twin Hearts meditation, my back would hurt during the meditation. And because they were connected to the center and to other praniculars, they we got the feedback that it was just a lot of pent-up emotion and to you know, keep healing it, keep doing the meditation, that's going to improve. Um, and during my summer break, I did the basic and advanced pranicular courses. Um, what was really interesting for me looking back when I did the courses was that it's so strange. I didn't have an aha moment or this profound moment. For me, what they were saying was so obvious. And I didn't know that it was so intrinsic to me that I didn't have the aha moment. <laughs> and, you know, and I think that's just by nature who you are. You know, most kids don't question like, why am I here? What is the purpose of this? And there were a couple of things you you pointed to that I really want to highlight is how many times we are carrying stuff, whether it's emotions or guilt or grief or worry or stress. Some of the times it's not even our own stuff. And some of the stuff, it's just stuff that we've made up. Like if you had to say to your parents, you know, I feel so guilty, they would be like, it's got nothing to do with you. <laughs> And we're carrying all of this stuff and we don't need to be carrying it. And that's the thing that I love about the meditation on Twin Hearts is that anybody can do it. And sometimes we don't actually realize the weight of what we are actually carrying until it starts to come out. And you're still a ready person. And I've seen people with, you know, much physically older bodies where there's just years and years and years of anger or resentment or stress or grief that comes out. And it was so good that you recognized that and then went back to say, I need more of this to come out. And that's yeah. the thing that I love about planning 
is that we've got this amazing self-help tool in the meditation on Twin Hearts, but then we've actually got the pranic healing side, which literally anybody and everybody can learn if there's a willingness there. And to be able to receive the healing, to help that process evolve even more, I always believe there's some level of divine guidance bringing people through because... Oh, I completely agree. That's what transforms your life, right? Right. And there's that timing as well, you know, of when I needed it. And it was just there at the right time. Um, it's it's like literally... The right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so tell me, what are some of the amazing things that have happened in your journey of pranic healing? How long ago was it that you, you were introduced to pranic healing? It was over 10 years ago. Okay. So yeah. let's summarize. <laughs> Just a couple of sure, sure. <laughs> one of one of the first things that changed for me was um, shortly after after my advanced pranic healing course when I went back to college. Um, maybe a month after, I started having this horrible fatigue. So I was sleeping eight nine hours a night, and I was sleeping like twelve hours over the weekend, and I was still exhausted. And I was like, something is not right. <laughs> And so I got checked up and they said, hey, Nidhi, you seem to have chronic fatigue syndrome. Your tenderness points fit with you know, fibromyalgia. I was still in the beginning of medical college. So I was like, I need to read about this. I don't know everything about this, you know. And they were like, shall we start you on medication? And I said, give me a couple of days to think about this. And once I researched it, I just knew that maybe I would be doing twin hearts with exercise. So I was doing, you know, yoga physical yoga and I combined this for about a month and I think in two weeks I had no symptoms and in four weeks I was done with it and I never came back so it's great insight just from that because I know so many people that have struggled with fibromyalgia and it's one of those syndromes where there's just so many components and the fact that you had that insight and awareness very early on to say you know what let me try something else first because the medications come with a whole set, um, you know, of other problems. So, I mean, that's incredible that you saw that almost immediately within a month. Right, ago. right. And I realized with time that the key was to catch something really quickly. Yes, yes. You catch it early and then you treat it. You have this amazing way to get out with freedom. Of course, I've, you know, doing the healing practice, healing patients, I've seen patients with such complex conditions they've had for 10 years, 15 years, find ways out. But for my personal health, because when we tune to the energy, once something is off, I know something is off, you know? You get to tune into that faster and faster. That's and then you're like, now is when I do it. Because I find there's a lot of people that are very unaware of the physical body what are you carrying emotionally what are you carrying mentally and then suddenly they have pranic healing meditation to heart that gets released and they're like my gosh I don't I didn't realize I was carrying all the stuff for so long and again it shows you how in tune and how aware you are that you're able to pick it up really quickly and I know as I've gone through the different levels through pranic healing you tend to know when things are off really quickly. You know, it's kind of like the warning signs are going off, like, oh, you, you've gone off, you need to meditate more, you need more healing. 
you start to see when you're off balance a lot quicker. And I mean, that in and of itself is such a great life tool, right? I agree. It's amazing. And the additional perspective to the problem itself, like now I look at physical competence, like as a doctor, I say, oh, these are the physical things that are acting. This is what I need to do physically. This may be the medication that I need to support myself with for this time or exercise. And then this is the energy aspect. This is what's happening energetically. This is emotionally feeding. This is, you know, the psychology behind what's happening. And I try to address all of them and I get such deep results and it's so fulfilling because we look at all the levels from spiritual to physical and you know a lot of times when I was young I thought you know spiritual meant rejecting the physical and the beauty of how we're taught pranic healing and the practice is that we need to live in this world but then you have the right perspective and you balance all the views and using that for each problem, whether it's a physical problem, whether it's a relationship issue, uh, you know, healing from depression, other, whatever it is, financial issues, to have that full breadth of awareness and looking at it from these different angles and then resolving it, it gives you such a deep engagement with life because you live so much more deeply. And also... So again, if I can just interrupt right there, to have this traditional Western medicine training in one hand and in the other hand to understand we're energy beings, we have emotions and thought forms and spiritual stuff that we need to work through and being able to balance that that in and of itself is such a great set of tools to have in these days and times because I've seen definitely when you just do one or the other, it's not as powerful as when you do the two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I love. It. <laughs> when I practiced medicine, it was so obvious to me yeah. that there was so much more happening with the patient and that the emotional aspect had a definite function. I, I could tell after a point because I would see who was more sick, who was less sick. And with the awareness, you know, what's the emotional, how much emotional package there is and how weighed down they are. You can see it on their face. You can see it in their body language. You can see it in their family members, right? And I saw this pattern and it became so obvious to me that we're definitely downplaying all these other factors and focusing only on the physical and even treating patients physically and quickly was unsatisfying to me if I didn't say, hey, look, this is a chance for you to live life more playfully, more joyfully, you know, forgive your family members for different things. You have a new chance, like reopen all of this. And I would see their expression change, you know, mm-hmm. completely change because they were so focused on the problem. They didn't see the all these other gifts that were coming with this moment, which because I've been in pranic healing and I've seen so many different patients, I'm attuned to, they're not. And when I give them that insight, I can see this realization dawn upon them and them relooking at all of their life. And I feel like this is something that traditional medicine often misses on and it's not part of the training and those people who are really good at it they pick it up on their own at some point you know and I feel like if we had this kind of 
insight and knowledge going into it, uh, the amount of transformation that's truly possible. Do you believe a lot of medical doctors are starting to explore that where they definitely to see there's a, there's a greater awareness coming through that we are just more than a physical body. And every time I meet somebody who's in the medical profession that's also involved in pranic healing, I'm like, how lucky are those patients to receive somebody with that good training, but also that understands the other components that are involved in healing. And we've seen it time and time again when we're working with chronic conditions. It's not just a physical issue. There could be anger and resentment and unforgiveness and hurt and betrayal and all these other emotions and energy imbalances going on and unless you get that in check the physical body is going to keep showing symptoms so again with pranic healing as a complementary therapy for um other modalities and other systems pranic healing works so well with every other healing system and it complements everything in every way so you know, I've had um, a lot of clients that have chiropractic with pranic healing and acupuncture with pranic healing and, you know, um, naturopathy with pranic healing and traditional Western medicine with pranic healing. And it just, it elevates all of it. Um, and that I think is where the magic lies in pranic healing is that- I completely agree. One of the beautiful things that I've noticed is uh, if you go through the pranic healing protocols, it mirrors the physical condition and what I know as a medical doctor is happening in the condition um, and I literally went through this uh, protocol the protocol for each condition and I did this because I was like as a doctor I'm curious like it should meet right and if it's not meeting I need to think about this and so I actually went through the process not by looking at the protocol by looking at the medical condition what do I know the protocol should have and then I went to look at each of these protocols because I didn't want to be biased by the protocol first. Sure. Uh, and then I looked at the... <laughs> the... You mean, my mind is so analytical, right? So I wanted to do That's this. That's what I love. And you know, as you were saying that, my thought immediately went to how blessed are we that we had such a wise and knowledgeable teacher in Master Child. Oh my God. And I agree. He knew all of this stuff as not as a medical doctor, he was an engineer. And when he put these protocols together, and when you as a medical doctor then go and look at that, how did he know that his wisdom and his insight and his genius is beyond anything I could ever imagine? Because there are so many times like right now where I'm like, how did he know that stuff? I mean, that is I agree. It's completely mind-blowing and the more I understand about pranic healing the more I practice the different teachings or the higher meditations uh, I when I come back to it I'm like how 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 did he know that this is gonna do this for me you know it's um, it's crazy insane <laughs> about my because I I can definitely see that arriving at it you know seeing all of this and then kind of getting that perception right where I look at this protocol, I look at this, for example, and match it and say, oh, it matches. And I'm really happy about that. At this level, it's different from trying to see it from the level that he was in, looking at it top down, really, and then designing this mm -hmm. is amazing. What does your future hold in pranic healing? Because, I mean, you've already had so much <laughs> stuff happen in a short amount of time. What's next for you? 
um, since I, I always knew from the first class that I attended that I would teach one day, but <laughs> it was just a question of when. Um, so now I finally joined the teacher training program. I'm really excited. Um, this year I should be finishing it and I'm teaching in the New York tri-state area. We're looking to open a new uh, center in New York. Um, so there's a lot of exciting stuff coming. I'm looking to do more certifications uh, <laughs> um, and really enjoy the, you know, the practice and the teachings, applying it to my life and helping other people apply it to their life and watching their transformation, and having that depth of connection with each of those interactions, um, that magic, that's what I'm really looking forward to every day. Amazing. So if there was one person that was just listening to this podcast and you had a message to share with them, what would that message be? Trust the process. I love that. I love that. I love that. Whatever life come, whatever life brings, whatever um, the journey may look like for you, it's so unique. Trust the process and know that in each moment, what you need will come to you. And um, it will gradually teach you, gradually move. And it may not always look like what we think, but trust the process. I love it. Dr. Needy, I'm so grateful that you got to share your message. I'm sure you're going to inspire a lot of people to really seek out pranic healing. And if you're listening to this and you're struggling with something, find a pranic healer. Find a pranic healing center near you. There is help. And pranic healing really can just make the most incredible shifts and changes in your lives and um i'm grateful for you dr needy i'm sure you're gonna thank you so much nicole i'm so happy to be able to share my story <laughs>